We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaito Shaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history, and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. Hey folks, Jeff here. This episode is the bonus material that I decided to take out of uh, the main episodes uh, that we did on Good Vibrations and the Antique Vibrator Museum with Carol Queen. Carol's the staff sexologist with Good Vibrations, and I have to say, you know, this happens every once in a while when I'm doing this podcast, that the conversations just, to me at least, are so good. Um... And they go on and on and on in ways that nobody could predict. And this is definitely the case uh, with this one. What I usually do is I like to have about 30-minute segments uh, or podcasts or whatever you want to call it, episodes, for you all to listen to because I feel like it's a nice digestible bite. Um, Good to do. And uh, this one just ended up being way more than two 30-minute episodes. Um, The content was just too good to simply just take out and just leave on the cutting room floor. So this is the rest of my conversation with Good Vibrations staff sexologist, Carol Queen. Hope you enjoy. I'm going to say something, and I, I don't think it's too bold, but you tell me what you think. All right. That one of the ways the mission of Good Vibrations could be described to make folks feel less alone I don't think that's wrong. I think that's absolutely right. And even if, even if they are, you know, masturbation-only introverts. Right. It's to know that this is, first of all, this is okay. Mm-hmm. And this is something to be celebrated and done well to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, that's, yeah, feeling a sense of, you know, place and security and confidence and less alone less you know open to like am i crazy and should i be ashamed there are tools and guidebooks just like in the kitchen you're not the only person who doesn't know how to make a casserole you can learn how (laughs) and yeah the 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 shame that's instilled in people and it comes from two main directions right it comes from shame discourse Mm mm-hmm you know, the if you have sex before marriage, you're like a piece of gum on the bottom of someone's shoe. Abstinence-only mm-hmm. nonsense. Mm-hmm. How do those people who think of those metaphors imagine wedding nights are going to just erase that idea from somebody's <laughs> right. mind? Right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not thinking all the way through to what they theoretically might want for a person who does do what they ask, mm-hmm. get married, never leave their partner. It, it, it's, it, it's control. It's control. It certainly is. And it's, it's it. really infuriating to me. But the other, the other kind, you know, and this can come outside of a religious context or anything, too. Of course, it can be a, you know, it can be a, an uptight parent or two or the whole family of them, you know, shaming someone mm-hmm. for touching themselves when they were little or whatever it mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm. But there's also silence Mm. and silence carries its own shame message because if this was okay to talk about well then somebody would talk about it yeah and you have to be you know 
you pretty much have to go to college to get to a place where somebody without too much drama stands before a group of people and starts to really talk about sexuality. And many people don't take those classes or go to the colleges where those classes are even offered. Right. So plenty of us don't ever get that. Yeah. And, you know, I think when we, when we look at all of the, the Sturm und Drang about, um, you know, queerness and grooming and this and that, and the other, you know, trans folk and all of this stuff is one way for people who are not allowed open, free, communicative sexual discourse mm. to get in on it. Mm-hmm. And I wish it were otherwise, which is one of the reasons that, you know, there's no, there's no litmus test for who walks in the door of a good vibrations, mm-hmm. except that they have to be over 18. Mm-hmm. And, and now, I don't think this occurred to Joni to talk about back in the day, but now when we're doing our, our staff training, like it doesn't matter what's in people's pants. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants you to know more about their gender identity and configuration and their parts and stuff, they'll let you know as part of what they communicate their need for when they come in, you know, they want something to put on their penis, then perhaps it will be relevant to know that they have a penis <laughs> or, or whatever it may be. Useful, but, yeah. But we don't have to be, we don't have to be picturing that. We don't have to be assessing or assigning. That's n- none of that is our job. Our job is to give information and the questions and the, and the statements that the customer has is willing to share with us will mm-hmm. guide us to hopefully helping them with the exact right stuff. Yep. And I just want everyone to understand that the information that you get at a sex toy store, if it's well delivered, is relevant to people of any parts. <laughs> yeah. You know, our right. the, the sensation of vibration is about us and our neurology and Universal. how we experience touch and this particular yeah. sensation. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not, we called our items sex toys, of course. They used to be called marital aids. Oh. And you don't have to be yeah. married and you don't have to think there's anything that needs to be fixed mm-hmm. in order to acquire one or more than one because we're diverse. Everybody's different. We don't need to put people in boxes wouldn't it be nice if nobody felt the need to do that? <laughs> I'm going to go back to one thing you said, and, and maybe we can wrap with this. Um, maybe this is bold also, but you said, I wish it weren't. We're talking about sort of the, the forces mm-hmm. of, that are coming. Um, I'm going to argue that you're doing more than wishing that you're, that you, your life, your work <clears throat> and good vibrations our contra that our and but that's not sort of i feel like uh it's not necessarily the mission of your life or or good vibrations to be against something it's to be for something po- right positivity anyway and maybe it was just a figure of speech when you said i wish but i i would argue that you're doing more than wishing well i hope that the that the the balloons we send out no not balloons those aren't good for the environment oh. <laughs> the, 
the vibes we the send compostable. out. <laughs> the compostable balloons that we send out. Uh, no, we don't carry balloons. We carry condoms, mm-hmm. but not we balloons. Blow up, we should blow up condoms with helium. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, they, they do, do, too. <laughs> I've, I've seen this happen. I've seen them made in a water balloons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You only have to take a dish of condoms to one public event in yeah. your entire career to see the the, the water balloons start to be thrown. Yep. If there's anybody between the age of eight and 12 that could grab <laughs> one of those out of the dish and run into the restroom, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a natural law. Uh, <laughs> but the, but that's, but aside from that. And, and it can mean exploring with toys. It can mean telling your person that you never have thought about toys with and you never will. Some realness. Mm-hmm. Could be it could show up a lot of different ways. We think it makes the world a better place. I think these are great places to end our recording. We're at we're at like what I call time, but also I don't want to miss anything major. If if there's anything you want to get in, one more thing. Let's do it. There's an example of what we've just talked about that is one of the things that we're best known for outside of the, our our zones of influence in the towns that we occupy with stores. The master, National Masturbation Month, which we created in 1995, just a few months after then Surgeon General Joycelyn Elders had been uh, fired by Bill Clinton for saying one little tiny sensible thing about masturbation, just a sensible little thing. Might have been a setup for all we know. I do know that Bill Clinton maybe should have been masturbating more. It's hard to, I don't really know, but I... Anyway, we made National Masturbation Month to talk back to this shame specifically about masturbation because, of course, if masturbation is completely not okay to talk about or do, we've got a lot of people that we have to turn away from the door for heaven's sake. <laughs> this is like this is an empowerment thing as far as we were concerned, but it was also, you know, we need to talk back up to to the culture that says, well, of course she said a thing. We you know, she can't be Surgeon General anymore. It's like people, she was the first African American Surgeon General and the most sensible human being on the planet. I have met this woman. She is so we we should just let her run the things. I think that would be a great idea. So we we took up the mantle of trying to help people think about and talk about masturbation more and better, more comfortably, less shamefully. And uh, out of that grew years and years of, of action, including talking to drive time radio shock jocks. That was my job. That was a lot of fun. Oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> My favorite was when we shared with our other friendly sex toy store community what we were doing, and the people in Toronto took it over to do um, a masturbation um, challenge between, I believe it was the police and the fire department. Oh, okay. So don't ever say anything bad about Canada to me. (laughs) I love those people. Something about, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Not blame Canada. Oh, no. When is Masturbation Month? Masturbation Month is May. The merry, merry okay. month of May. It's okay. alliterative, and it's also uh, as as soon as we were able to get our promo materials and our thoughts together after the, I think it was the December. 
94 firing of Dr. Elders. Got it. So we, uh, we just went forward from there. That it, um, I am in the Masturbation Hall of Fame. I'm oh. very honored. Okay. Which we created. Yeah. But that was that's not why. I mean, I think I earned my position is that a physical space or no sadly it it was online Online. it was we would we would every year we would um we would induct a few more mostly it was um mostly it was celebrities who said something Mm. something clever cute or Mm -hmm. meaningful about masturbation but also the sex educators yeah joni blank was in of course she started this of course she deserved her her role betty dodson mother of masturbation Mm -hmm. but also um a couple of men who were starting to talk about masturbation as a profound way for for men to connect with themselves and of course that's not part of actual male sexual socialization either even Mm. for the guys who have learned that that's a profound thing great for them but that's (laughs) not what they learned in the locker room so 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 yay to the the guys who stepped up to to try to deepen men's relationship to themselves sexually couldn't hurt Mm -hmm. Unless, as we used to say, when we did the masturbate-a-thon, people would be like, wait a minute, what's that? I was like, well, it's like a walk-a-thon, except you don't do it in a big mass through Golden Gate Park. <laughs> uh, you do it alone, usually, maybe yeah. with your best friend or, you know, whoever, whoever you're masturbating with already, fine. But you do raise money for charity by asking appropriate people if they would like to sponsor you. And at the end of the masturbate-a-thon, no matter how much money you have raised, your feet don't hurt unless you masturbate in an (laughs) unusual way. And if that's the case, I would very much like to interview you. That was Good Vibrations staff sexologist, Carol Queen. Coming up for you next Tuesday, we sit down with folks from the Manila Town Heritage Foundation. Music for Storied San Francisco was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Michelle Kilfeather does original photography for us. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our fifth season, we have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show. And drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, weird, and healthy. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.